I'm of the opinion that um, being surrounded by these piles of laundry will actually help and improve the sound quality of our podcast. If it helps something, then that's a miracle because it's a lot of laundry. I like to call it the laundry mountain. Mm. Have so we the- reached the summit yet or is there more to come? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> So welcome back to episode two. Yeah, we did it. We launched a podcast. Ew. Uh, we know your mom is listening. Well, yeah. She's commented on uh, Instagram and Facebook multiple times. Right. So Jan, we thank you for uh, listening in. Thank you. Um, do you think she knows how to subscribe to the podcast? Or do you think she'll just listen on what the website? What do we website? tell her to? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We can talk her through it. Okay. Um, so uh, what, do you, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Well, here's something. I thought people might find it interesting to know how we came to be doing a podcast together from our living room. Sure. At one o'clock in the morning. Yep. Which has lovingly turned into Laundry Mountain mm-hmm. during this quarantine. Yes, here we are atop yes. the summit. <laughs> yes. So I thought we could probably entertain some people. By telling them how we first met. Sure. And became acquaintances, if I love you will. It. Yes, I will. Which led to us being here doing this now. Okay. I mean, All it's right. a long, st- a long, uh, storied um, Tale. odyssey. Yes. Odyssey. <laughs> um, but I do think, yeah, that. that uh, it helps explain. What it we're explains doing. a bit, maybe, how we got here. Yeah. Motorcycles again. What are they doing out here? I don't know, man. Go to bed. Go to bed, gentlemen and ladies. And ladies. So I was attending college at Butler, a theater performance major. And my sophomore year, I show up and I'm ready to audition for Midsummer Night's Dream. I've been preparing and preparing. I am like ready. I know what part I want. I'm there for it. What part did you want? Helena. Helena. Okay. And so we go to like the first big meeting with the entire theater department and they're like announcing all the new freshmen and they're like talking about all the shows and it's all very excited and it's all very theatrical because everyone's, you know, doing their mini play in their seat for God's sakes. And so um, they get to the part where they're like announcing the freshmen and then the transfer students and I don't even know. Like, I can't actually remember the moment. I'll just tell you the feeling I got, which was, oh, brother. When you saw me. Yes. And you were announced. <laughs> I thought, oh, who's this kid? Wait, no, go back. Wait, so what do you mean? I was announced? I don't remember this. Like, like, like along with all the new kids that were, like, welcoming to the department. Right. You're a sophomore. You've already been there a year. Yeah. Back for year two. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. And so they announced me. Not just you. By myself with the spotlight. <laughs> there was smoke. I came through a door. Right. Backlit. Then yeah. side lit. Right. Then the other side. Then a front light. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And I was kind of how I feel right now. Like, ay, yeah, yeah. This know. guy. This guy from Blaine, oh, Minnesota. I'm like, oh, what does he think? And you're, you're older than me. Mm-hmm. And so you had, you were transferring in as a junior 
and you were really happy to be you in that situation. Like you were like, like if you had had like those things you could throw on the ground that like pop and make a noise to be like, (laughs) here I am. (laughs) You would have, I feel. Um, And there you were. And I was like, so true. I I think I was there to like, I was so pleased with myself. Right. I was very pleased with myself. Right. So anyway, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was love at first sight. And I wouldn't say that even in that meeting, you would have noticed me. You were maybe so busy noticing yourself. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, and then I remember like passing you by a couple of times on campus that first like week or two before we actually auditioned and being like, kind of rolling my eyes, to be honest, just like, what? Oh, who does this kid think he is? What is, and then we auditioned for the same play and we both got cast. Mm Mm-hmm. You were cast as? Oh, oh my God. No. Nora. Baby Nori. Oh. oh no. Oh no. This is what it's like still, a little bit sometimes. She keeps saying, I'm a big girl. In there? Yeah. Like while she's crying? Yeah. Well, she did ask for you last time. Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice one. Good work. Should we pause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. She's asleep. She's asleep. She's back asleep for now. All right. All right. Let me just summarize. So we ended up in the same college. You transferred in. I was a sophomore. And we ended up in the same play. And I just remember showing up to the first day, I think it was the first day of rehearsal, and I was freaking excited on the inside. Mm. Um, But I Because I was in it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, uh, don't do that. (laughs) You can't do it every time. Because I'm trying to say something like serious. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, no, I mean like... Not serious, but... Like, you're, like, talking about... Myself. Okay. (laughs) For the love, Blaine Hogan. All right, great. Go on. I'm sorry. I apologize. I want to... No, well, I don't... I'm not putting that in this podcast, that exchange. Oh, I think you have to. Oh, I think we're not. (laughs) I don't think you understand what this podcast is about. I think maybe you don't understand (laughs) what this podcast is about. (laughs) Oh my lord! I'm not trying to have all of our most serious. You don't even know. I don't know what button to push to turn it off. I'm not saying another word. Good luck to you in your future endeavors. Oh man! We ended up in the same play together that first semester, and I showed up for the first rehearsal, and I remember I was so excited. Um. I actually, to be honest, like couldn't believe that I was getting to do that character and that play at our school. Like I was so excited and I show up and the first thing I remember from that rehearsal is walking into our enormous black box studio, which is like so like quintessential college theater box theater, just huge high ceilings, everything, just a negative space. In which to fill with all of your... Oh, precarious balancing. Oh, my God. Oh, heavens. And your feelings. Oh, oh, your mask work. (laughs) Mask work. Right? Yeah, your Commedia dell'arte. 
I suppose so. So I walk into this space and there is the transfer kid. This guy. This guy. Doing a handstand in what can only be described as uh, a white ribbed tank top, a tearaway, snap tearaway Adidas athletic, what do you call that? Athletic athletic pants? pants. Is there a... Slightly uh, with a bit of a sheen. Oh, a, a bit. bit. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and say like a split sole capaz- a cap- <laughs> capizio. Capizio. I don't know why I stumbled yeah, on that word. Shoe. A jazz shoe. I wore shoe. my jazz shoes. You wore your jazz booties. <laughs> to they were booties. No, no, no. These were oh, the more sneaker. Oh, it was a sneaker. Split sole. Come right, on, right, give right. me a break. They were black. Okay. I remember. And your hair was, for reasons I still actually don't think I know, mm-hmm. bleached. Mm-hmm. And sort of turning orange. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Well, first of all, you do know, and it'll, it plays a part later on in this story. And I will say that. Okay. Well, when don't ruin it. We'll come when we come to that part. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, for the I, reference, I have no idea what you're saying right now. I know. Okay. Um, but I did, uh, like many, you know, people in the, in the, the aughts, 2000s. Right. Uh, you know, dyed their hair, bleach blonde, etc. Um, I was not uh, uh, rolling in it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the uh, Goldenrod Showboat, uh, right. w- where I had uh, done some musical reviews in St. Charles, uh, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Uh, on the riverboat. Okay. Um, they didn't pay that much. No, no, or no. the uh, Astor's Beechwood Mansion Living History Museum that I right. I had worked in the summer before I I um, transferred. I transferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't 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 pay much. So I was really if I wanted to have that you know that sun sun look that bleach blonde California look. Um, I uh, I was using a product called Sun In. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> and um, yes, I had were. found that you could uh, accelerate the um, bleaching um, agent. Uh, you're supposed to spray it and then just go out and just enjoy your time in the sun. Right, right. Um, spray I found, it and forget it. <laughs> set it and forget it. The old Ronco. <gasps> Ron Popeil. What's happening? Rotisserie. What? The Ron Popeil rotisserie. I am baffled. What are you saying to me? <laughs> you don't remember Ronco? Ronco? Ronco. Are you saying the name of a person or an yeah, organization? Both. A man? Is he named Ronco? <laughs> oh, Ron Popeil. Ron Popeil. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Are you saying <laughs> Ronco or Ron Poe? I'm saying Ron Popeil. What? <laughs> is that one word? No, it's, it's oh, a person's r- name. Hold up, Ron. Ronald, probably uh, Ronald Popeil. Popeil. Yeah, and he had a company called Ronco. I'm going to get you back on track here. I don't know if Let's we should. That might your... just be the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, we might be done here. Um, okay, so uh, uh, set it and forget it. That was his whole tagline. Okay, okay great. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had used Sun and it doesn't matter. So I... So, you walk in, first rehearsal. And I see sun and set over there. And I was like, oh, for the love. Like, this kid's doing a handstand against the wall. And this whole look is going on. Like, what is happening? And mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. not impressed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I was like decidedly not impressed. And I don't, I mean, when would you even say the first time was, do you remember noticing me? I mean, it had to have been well into the process. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I running into you walking um, on a sidewalk on Near campus. Atherton. Yeah. You remember that? I'm I shocked do. actually. I do. But I just remember thinking you, your hair was so big. I mean, it was enormous. It was enormous. I had very like, long curly hair. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to hide that in any way. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, we both had some hair issues. Would you I say? I didn't have hair issues, <laughs> but you thought I had hair issues. And that's... <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's how we met. That's like, yeah, that's how we first learned of one another's existence. Yes. You are in this world as am I. Right. I and thou. Ay, ay, ay. Martin Buber. Okay, well. The boobs. The boobs. So uh, so that's how we met. Um, we sort of ignored each other through the process. So I guess the question, you know, that, that maybe people would ask or want to know is like, well, when was our first date? So, I mean, we had become a little bit more friendly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was like not, we were not like hanging out or anything. Not at all. So I go back to my sorority house. I'm eating dinner. Um, me and some of my girlfriends are eating uh, nachos. Mm-hmm. And we are getting ready to go to an NSYNC concert where we all believe as 20-year-olds, 19 or 20-year-olds, that this is our moment individually to meet Justin Timberlake. We are... So now do you get it? The hair? The hair. The hair. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. the same color. Not the same style by any means. I think he probably color. also used... Sun in. I guarantee at that point in his career he was not using sun in. Yeah. But it looked he, like it. Well. It did look like it. It's that same look, though. That same, like, really processed. Yeah. Frosted, like uh, Mark McGrath. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Does, how, when you think of, oh, of Mark why McGrath, are you doing this? how do you feel inside? Like, do you get warm inside? I feel happy. Do you feel happy? I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I feel giggly. And why is that? Because I had the biggest crush on Mark McGrath in high school. Ay, ay, ay. Somebody once Stop. told me. No, that's not. E- Ew, that's not even. Wait. That's like, um, no, that's, that's a different. No, that's him. No, no, no. I ain't the no, 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 no. tool in the no, no, no. shed. You're so wrong right now. You don't even know how wrong you I are. I said but no, no, that's the, that's the, no. I could use oh. a little film myself. Okay, so uh, you're getting ready for a concert. All-star, smash mouth. Oh, smash mouth. I win. Okay. Yep. We're eating, we're going to go, get ready. We're going to this concert in downtown Indy. Yeah, Indianapolis. And, ooh, ooh. Oh, come on. And we Naptown. are, we're about to meet Justin Timberlake, we think. We don't have any way to meet him. We're right, ready. Right, 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 right. And all of a sudden, don't you know, I hear this weird crunch in my mouth while I'm eating a tortilla chip. Mm. And it doesn't feel like the crunch of the chip. It feels like a different kind of crunch. Oh, no. Right. And I swallow this food. And then I realize that something has gone amiss with my teeth. Oh, no. Oh, yes. And I teeth or tooth? Oh well, tooth, one tooth. So rewind a smidge. 
when I was in fourth grade, I had a jumping on the bed accident like mm. you do. Mm-hmm. And I kind of busted up my teeth. But and it got we got it sorted out and it was fine. As I got older, one of the front two teeth started to die. And so we needed a root canal and we needed a crown. Is that we call it a cap? I can't remember. Anyway. I think a cap. A cap. And so in the summer, I had had this work done. And it was like multiple times to the dentist. And it was like a whole thing. And then they put on a temporary cap. And then when I came home for Thanksgiving in in November, they were going to put the permanent one on. So this is the end of October. And I realize that the cap has come off. I have crunched it like a tortilla chip and eat it. And I am left with, I ate my my fake tooth Mm -hmm. and I am left with, and I don't know if any of you have had a cap put on, but what they do is they kind of shave down the original tooth to like a peg Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and then put this fake tooth on top of it. Mm -hmm. That fake tooth is now gone. Mm -hmm. And I have a peg tooth a fang a fang one fang a pirate leg tooth yeah <laughs> uh in the front of my mouth and i'm like oh no so first thing first and immediately i am not going to meet justin timberlake in no, this condition no, you can't he he can't see you like this This is, cannot be our love story so i i'm like oh my gosh i grab my hand over my face and i like run upstairs and i look in the mirror and i am like horrified and very upset so i call my parents immediately and i'm like oh no this just happened and they're like we'll fly you home and get this fixed i can't just go around like that spring I don't break think. was come or no fall, no fall break yeah i actually went home the next day seriously the next day yeah yeah because they were like oh that's kind of because i think they didn't want that little tooth to get okay yeah 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 anything to happen to it so and also it was just kind of embarrassing. I mean, it was the front tooth. I mean, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't let anyone see it, of course. And I realize I have a class in the next morning, a voice for the actor class. And we have been told this is like a pretty strict class. And she has said repeatedly, you know, you can't miss this class unless you're like on your deathbed. And you have to like let us, We have you have to let me know. Trudy Kessler, tough gal. She's not joking around with these classes. Not at all. So I'm like, I have to get her phone number and I have to call her and let her know. I mean, because this would definitely impact the voice work in a voice for the actor class. Yeah. I mean, having a pirate peg tooth isn't going to. There will be no freeing the natural voice. (laughs) So I realized I need to call her. I need to let her know what happened. And then I need to go home immediately and get this sorted out. Well, I don't have this teacher's, this professor's phone number. I'm like, who would have it? Who would have it? Who would have it? And I'm like, ugh, I know who would have it. This kiss-ass transfer kid. I know he's got it. So I called you on my sorority room phone. Uh Uh-huh. I picked up on my uh, dorm room Mm -hmm. telephone. Landline. And I explained the whole situation to you. And I'm like, can you, do you have, and you said you did have her number. And I said, will you please give it to me? And you said, I will give it to you. But I need to see your tooth. To which I said, obviously not. That is a hard pass. And you said, fine, I'll give it to you, but you have to meet me at Starbucks. Because I knew if I got you in person, I could get you to show me that tooth. And I was like, okay. And I hung up the phone and I'm like, did he just ask me on a date? Like, what is this? And I, I've not shown anyone. I'm not showing my sorority sisters. I'm not showing anyone. I'm not going to show this kid my fang tooth. So I met you at Starbucks. 
And we sat there for a rather long time with my hand over my mouth. And you kept being like, oh, just show me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, I wouldn't give you the number until you showed me the fang. Is that right? I think so. I think I had it. I recall. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this part. I recall having it written down as if it were a number that we were using in, you know, some sort of high stakes negotiation. That you were going to slide. Slide across the table. Right. And I would slide this number across the table after I saw the fang. Right. <laughs> right. Such a horrible person. I mean, I get it, though. You do? Kind of. It's very silly and interesting, right? Like it's like yeah. if you're bored and you're having post-show blues because we just finished the show. Oh, my show. God, the post-show blues. Yeah. Yeah, right. I can see being like, let's make a game out of this. So eventually you did, in fact, show me your your tooth. I, I was did. I probably had like a chai tea latte. No, you had. um. Siri, you remember? I do remember. You had passion tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I was probably having the passion to be, uh, because it was um, soothing for my voice, for the actor. Wow. <laughs> that is special. Do you know what I had? Um, I think you probably had a frappuccino. Wrong. What did you have? Vanilla latte. Oh, geez, Louise. Anywho. I got you to show me the tooth. I sh- yeah, I showed it to you. All right. And then you got the number. I got the number. I remember just asking you to tell me about your family. And so you start telling me a little bit about your mom, a little, little bit about your dad, how your brother and sister were much younger than you by like 13 years. And then you start telling me about your grandpa, Grandpa Pippin, who I thought, well, that's an interesting name. You know, as a theater nerd, Pippin's this like very famous musical. And then you start saying, yeah, uh, he owns a farm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what kind of farm does he own? And you tell me he owns a people farm. And I, 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 um. We were surprised. I was surprised. uh, Because then you started telling me, oh, I started asking, I made a lot of questions. Like, well, what, what, what's a people farm? And, um, I mean, do you remember what? What you what you said? I do. I just really casually explained to you that my grandpa um, had a people farm, and what he did there was he collected like hair specifically to create goods like sweaters or um, household goods. So and um, so where uh, the people? Yeah, did they donate the hair? I mean. Not really. It was collected. <laughs> I started having this sort of silence of the lambs sort of sure. vibe going yeah. on. Right. Um, and then you just kept answering very quickly and matter of factly all of my questions. Um, uh, your grandpa's name is Jack. Right. He was a vice principal. Uh, oh, excuse me. He was a principal of oh. high school for 23 years. Oh, pardon me. Lord. Decatur, Illinois. Correcto. Correct. Um, I uh, don't have a grandpa named Grandpa Pippin who is a people So you farm. had made the whole thing up. Well, Johnny on the spot. Um, and it wasn't until m- weeks later right. that you told me that you had made it all up. 
Right. But I believed every single you sure word. did. And that serves you right. And it was one of those things where someone asks you something about a family or your family or some part of your history and you say something kind of outrageous just to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my grandpa pivot. Mm-hmm. And you seemed the more outrageous of a thing I said, the more you seemed to believe it. And I couldn't help myself. So I just kept going. And I think it's probably clear to some extent from this story that we had to marry each other. Yeah. That's how we got here. That's how we got here. That's how we met. So that's something. That's something. Here's something is brought to you by Studio 8. Please comment and subscribe.